Welcome back to the Fancy Soccer Talkers. Week one is concluded. Finally, it felt like forever. I I like when it lasts a long time. Yeah, me too. I mean, I can't complain. It was great. I I loved it. It was like my, it was like Christmas Day for me. Treated it like Christmas Day, always. Um, I mean, our predictions were looking good early, and I think you were closer in terms of scores. Yeah, I mean, I had a couple scores right on the button, and then obviously a couple scores that kind of tapered off and we didn't look too hot but uh we could just run through the games quick uh we had the friday game we had uh city versus burnley no surprise there and it ended three nil and uh, i had a four nil you had a three one i mean three one was looking very possible throughout the game burnley actually looked a lot better than i thought they would yeah i mean they they did some questionable things on the attack they were pretty good from time to time they countered well yeah, which I which is a positive they can take out of that. I mean, the red card they got at the end was not needed. Oh it's no! Just a, it's just losing a player that you did not have to lose for the next game. They were down three nothing already. I I think that that is gonna hurt. Uh, what, what was the kid's name again? It wasn't it wasn't Zeke Ampaduni, was it? It was um. Oh, I don't know his name. I forget. Uh... I forget what his name was. I I think it was. I don't I don't think it was Ampaduni, but I could be wrong. Zayori. The, yeah. the Moroccan, yeah. Didn't he, did he sub in or did he start? Yeah, he subbed in. Yeah, that's terrible. So I, I don't know how uh, they'll handle him being gone. I don't know if companies going to like that. So moving yeah. forward, if he's on your team, uh, I'd be a little worried to see if he can crack back into that starting a lineup. Uh, yeah. I mean, we nailed it with Holland. I mean, you had him, you got two goals. Yeah, it's, yeah you knew that was coming. Uh, the people that own De Bruyne, holy, like... What a horrible decision by Pep Guardiola. Shouldn't have been playing. He literally was surprised to be in the starting 11. Yeah, I, I, I can see wanting your best player or one of your best players like that to play, but like forcing him into a game like that, you knew he was going to get tweaked somehow. Now what? Three-month injury. Yeah, now they're screwed. So, I mean, it's just so frustrating to hear like early, early season injuries. Like You don't like to see it. Even if it's against opposition, like you don't want good players to be out of the league early. A player like that is so fun to watch. It sucks to see him injured. Oh yeah, and uh, I, I feel for all the teams that had De Bruyne. Like, it's it's frustrating, and there's nothing really we could do about it. I mean, Julian Alvarez becomes a smash now. Yeah, I think he'll get a lot more minutes for the next three months. I mean, he already started, and I think that he looked good. Yeah. Uh, the second goal, or the it was Holland two and Julian Alvarez scored the third one, correct? No, Rodri. Oh, Rodri, you're right, Rodri. Rodri was standout performance. Absolutely smash play for Rodri. I mean, we were out here talking about him maybe getting a hundred points, and comes out with a goal and assist, gets his clean sheet. You had Rodri and you started him. You looked like a genius this yeah. week. I he mean, had a fantastic game. I mean, a little honorable mention. I it has to be Alvarez for me. Uh, Foden had a beautiful touch. He had that little wizardy, like, back heel flick over his head. Um, you've had defenders, they played, they got you points. I mean, I had Akanji and Ake, and they both got me a clean sheet. Yeah, I think that defensive line is going to be changing a lot in the coming weeks as well. Yeah, I'm not too certain with, um, Diaz with the concussion. He might be, like, when he's back, he will definitely be in. And Stone's coming back, too. Stone's, he might push in. Yeah. I, you have no, like, the whole back line's a question mark for me moving forward. So when you have to figure out who to play for those, um, it's just play your city defenders and pray pretty much, in my opinion. Set your subs. <laughs> yeah, set your subs. That's that's 100% true. Uh, then we can go to the Saturday early match. It was Arsenal at Nottingham Forest. Nottingham did well in this matchup, I, I, I think. I think Arsenal just had, what was it, like 78% possession? Yeah. Something outrageous. Nottingham just counterattacked well. I mean, they should have started Anthony Alanga and Anawoni from the beginning of the match. Uh, they should have had another goal because Brennan Johnson missed a breakaway. Yeah, but I mean, it was early in the match with his breakaway, wasn't it? It was pretty early, yeah. So, I mean, he probably had a little bit of, like, uh, he probably had the jitters and it's really early, like, early days. I like that Arsenal kind of got a little bit stunned probably shows them like hey we got to pay attention more keep it moving lock it up in the back speaking of another 
back line injury there's timber yeah he started well he looked good and then it just it was sad to see him go he had a crucial uh, ligament damage i heard so he's out for a couple months two maybe months. three yeah i think three months too so uh the back line's gonna change up there i mean zinchenko when he comes back he's gonna be in so it won't matter uh i picked up tomiyasu this week another, based off that another injury prone player can be a hit and miss sometimes i think that tomiyasu has a chance to start depending if Thomas Party plays left back again. I, I, I don't know. Right back. Was he right back? I think he was right back. Who? Oh, and Timber was left back, yeah. yeah. So it's a little bit like I don't really know what's going to happen. I think Gabriel starts. I don't know why Gabriel didn't start this game. I think that's going to be Ben White right back, Saliba, and um, Gabriel, and then the left back toss in the air, kind of, you know? Thomas Party maybe again, but... Yeah, I found it weird. They had the inverted fullback thing going. That's why they played him there, I think. Yeah, because he can play the central midfielder. And th- they knew they were going to have a ton of possession, so it made sense to have him there. Realistically, they only need three. They only needed three at the back, and they did play three at the back with Timber. Yeah. But once Tomiyasu came in, you could tell that it was a little bit different. The whole idea, the whole shape of the team shifted. A little bit, yeah. Uh, for sure, you got to talk about Sokka, Martinelli. Saka with a beautiful goal. Crazy goal. He's going to have a good season. Martinelli with the assist. That has that was the best assist of the weekend. That was unbelievable. Um, I mean, those two for sure you're playing every week. How about Nketiah? He scored. Yeah, he, he did his job. Played do you, well. Do you think he is someone that you should be rostering up until Gabriel Jesus is back? And even th- until he's back? I could see him starting until Gabriel Jesus is back. I think he could challenge Gabriel Jesus for that position. Mm, he he tried to last year, and it didn't work out. Gabriel Jesus took his spot right back when he came back. And Ketty is another year older. They have Champions League this year. I mean, they're going to need all these players to be playing multiple. They're going to be playing Well, everyone's getting games. minutes. Everyone's getting oh, minutes Oh, everyone's going to get minutes. Um, Havertz as a striker, I, it sucks because he play, he's going to play in the, like, the cam role. Odegaard sat really deep. Yeah, he's good. He's they use him more to move the ball and like dribble His around. His roles completely changed than last year. I see him kind of similar. Havertz was farther up the pitch than Odegaard most of the most of the game. Havertz, yeah. Well, Havertz doesn't. He plays as like a center forward always. Like, yeah. I think that it's gonna hurt Odegaard's output. Odegaard's like a a camp a right attacking mid. Yeah, I mean he plays on the right side a lot more. It was just a weird lineup for me. Yeah. Who played the the CD? Who is the other center mid in that team? It was Odegaard, Havertz, and um, I can't remember. Odegaard, Havertz, and someone in the middle of the park. Havertz. They played a four-three-three. And three, Declan three. Rice. Declan Rice, you're right. And Deck just sat back. I mean, he I didn't mean, have a bad game. He should have had a goal. He had like three close chances. He could have banged one. Yeah, I mean, I think I, it... I I liked the, I liked the game. I had it three nil for Arsenal. You had it two one Arsenal or two nothing Arsenal. So you were closer for that one. But, I mean, I, I, I think Arsenal should have put them away a lot sooner. Yeah. My biggest takeaway is Anthony Langa is a good freaking player. Yeah, he was a good pickup for them. Like, Alanga is going to be great for them. And I think with Alanga in, Brandon Johnson in, Anna Woney in, with Gibbs-White, that's going to be a deadly it's gonna be a deadly attack. Yeah, I'm not sure how they're going to line that up there. I think you play Brandon Johnson on, as a right winger and have Alanga on the left. Yeah, he's not bad in that right side and then you could just fast. have gibbs white through the middle of the park you have yates he's a good ball winning midfielder like uh, in my opinion they're gonna have to do something and i think a langa needs to be in the team yeah i could see him breaking into the starting lineup i think that if you don't have a langa right now on a roster he should be on a roster the only problem is he is a forward which i mean you only get three of them so yeah it makes it tough to like get them in like those really shallow leagues if you're on an eight-man league like you're definitely not getting a langa but like in those 10 to 14 team leagues like i would be looking at anthony langa if he's on your waiver wire yep we can move over to sheffield versus crystal palace and uh, i had crystal palace winning i had a two nil you had a one one so at least i got the right uh outcome of the game I mean, there was not a whole lot of quality soccer being played in this match. No, there's not a lot of... I mean, someone like... Uh, Edward scored. Edward, he's the one that sticks out. He scored a couple offside goals as well. 
Yeah, I mean, you know my biggest takeaway from this was? Stay away from Sheffield. They're going to be horrible. I mean... They had zero attacking presence in that game. They had a couple chances that were close, but... They had one shot on target. They had one shot on target. Yeah, they they were bad. They had close shots, but not on target. Crystal Palace had eight shots on target. Yeah, they they just have to hold their line a little better. I mean, now that Elise's gone too, the... He's going to be going to Chelsea, 35 mil. They got his release clause. So, uh, someone like Ayu probably have to take a step forward, I think. Yeah, I mean, he started that game. Maybe Jeffrey Schlupp. Yeah, I think they both started. I feel like they both started, but I feel like someone's going to have to take an extra step forward. And I think that maybe Ahamanda. They have a, that young kid. It's like Ahamanda, I think his name is. He's pretty good. And uh, I think that he'll probably end up taking that uh, Alise role. Yeah, he could. He played like a cam, but they'll probably push him on the wing considering they still have Eze. Yeah, but Ayu can play the wing as well. Yeah. Either way, uh, I wasn't a big fan of the match. I mean, no. Edward for sure. Uh, we had Tyreek Mitchell on our uh, team to watch. and I mean, he, he did his job. He, he got a clean sheet. He almost got an assist. And that's why we had him. You know what I mean? Like, he was great for us. I guess we can go back quick and talk about Trossard. He was on our team of the week. Told you not to pick him. You picked him. Didn't start. Told you he wasn't going to start. One point. I mean... No surprise. I think Trossard will probably be a bench player moving forward. Still, I can't see him cracking that lineup. N- not with Nketiah starting to hit form again. No, and I think that he's not a middle of the parks like center mid. And I don't think that he's gonna fit the role well. So I don't think that they'll play him there either. I think as him as the Sokka replacement, the Martinelli replacement, and that's about it. Yeah, I can see that. And then I had uh, a Kanji on our starting lineup as well and he got the clean sheet clean so sheet. i mean that's that's two hits for us for the team of the week so no no complaints there moving on to bournemouth west ham uh yeah we had this game as i had it as a 2-1 for west ham you had it as a reverse 2-1 for bournemouth it ended 1-1 yeah it could have went either way it was a it was good match and, it was back and forth it was good i mean they had it was very open both teams had uh a decent amount of chances. It wasn't really swayed to one side or the other, in my opinion. I felt like they both played fairly well. I mean, Bournemouth had 63% possession, which is quite a lot, but yeah, the chances weren't really there. Uh, they had five on target. West Ham had three on target. Someone like Solanke looks like a good pickup at this point. Yeah. If you I need th- a third striker. I think that th- he is someone 100% that should be rostered. He, I think he had three shots on target. Out of and the, he, out of the he looks composed on the ball when he's in the box. He was good. I mean, the service from Bournemouth wasn't quite there. David Brooks was back, which was nice to he, see. He's he looked he looked good. That took game. a lot of set pieces for them. Yeah, and he took a volley that almost uh, went top shelf. I can't complain. I I think uh, where we had Bournemouth ranked, I think it's going to be fair. I, I can't see either of these teams being relegated. No. Um, both middle of the t- park teams. Like, I think so for sure. Bowen scored a nice goal. Bowen as well. scored a beautiful goal. It was similar to Sokka's. Yeah, was it? I think Bones was a little nicer. It was a, it was a bullet. It was one of those left-footed curlers. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we didn't even talk about Holland's bar down. Like that was pretty sweet. Yeah, that was that was beautiful. But I'm like almost like, expecting it. Like when this guy touches the ball, I'm just expecting Holland to score. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, uh, Bournemouth. There's some. There is some players there that you could grab. Solanke's 100% someone you could grab. David Brooks, I think, is someone also you could grab if he's Possibly. on your way. And also Billing. All three of them, I felt like played well enough that they should be rostered yeah uh mm-hmm. moving the west ham side pablo Fornals uh started i don't want him and i don't see him being he never like, stays in the lineup he goes from being in the lineup to benched to, he's just a i think he's just like a depth player to be honest yeah and now they just uh, brought in ward prouse so i mean people are saying maybe Sochek gets the boot but i i see ben rama and Paqueta's gone. Like, I think Paqueta's gone. I can't see Paqueta staying. So, uh, I think Ben Rama takes a massive step forward. And I also think that uh, Socek is someone that needs to be rostered. And they got that Alvarez guy, too, coming in. Oh, yeah, Alvarez from Ajax, right? Yeah. Mexican CDM. Um, Yeah, I I I don't know what to make of West Ham's midfield yet. For sure, Bowen was awesome. And, like, Mikel Antonio started. Uh, defensively, I don't want any of it, really. Like not particularly. They didn't have the best outing. I mean, Ariola was all right. 
I didn't know Ariola was even going to start. If you need a goalie, Ariola is not a bad goalie to no, have as a backup. Not. Even Neto was not bad. Yeah, that's both true. teams held their shape well. I think they both were just playing not to lose, to be honest. Um, but I mean, it's an interesting matchup. I, Chelsea plays West Ham next, and uh, I'm not sure who Bournemouth plays next, but I know that they play Liverpool. Oh, so there you go. I mean, I can't see either of these teams like troubling the teams that they're playing next week. But I think it will be interesting to see how they fare against a top team that has a lot of the bulk of the possession again and taking chances and really bringing the uh, the play onto their defenses. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Uh, higher scoring game. I think it's the first. Yeah, this is the highest scoring game so far. Brighton, Luton. Yeah, I had a 4-0. You had a 3-0. Both I mean, one off. Pretty good. I mean, the penalty was... It yeah. was there, but was it was it a penalty? Probably not. Dunk's arm was tucked in. Hits his elbow. Like, uh, the, some of these... The, the thing that makes me frustrated is the inconsistency of penalties. Like, Nick Jackson against Liverpool had the header. It was point blank at him, right? His arms were in, hit his hand. Yeah. Should it could have been a penalty? Potentially. Do I think it's a penalty? No. His arms are tucked. It wasn't like it was in an unnatural position. Lewis Dunk's arms are at his side and it hits his elbow when he's sliding. I don't think that's an unnatural position for a penalty. Yeah, those are hard to call. I not... And then you look at the Onana thing and it's like no, that how one, that the heck depends. does that not like the inconsistency of the Premier League is disgusting and uh, VAR, VAR was implemented for this shit to not happen and somehow it just makes it just shines a bigger light when stuff isn't called and stuff is called so it almost would be better they'd be better off not having it at all in yeah. my opinion let's get back to the game I mean 4-1 Solly March was awesome Matoma was another he played really well he was dribbling past everybody I talked about Joe Pedro in the early days episode two talking about Brentford or about Brighton I, I mentioned that he was going to be an absolute monster and he scored in his debut was I it think, a penalty sure I think he could have had two goals I think he could have had one in play goal like taking away the penalty I think he should have scored at least one I like him he He's is fast four. he attacks the he, uh, players one-on-one I mean we had Evan Ferguson as our team of the week he scored a goal coming off the bench so I, I mean, think he could push in past Welbeck and start I, over him I don't know why Welbeck even starts they I don't have know, two he's really kinda... young, talented like forwards. Play them both. They're probably both gonna end up playing at like next game. I would see. Yeah, I liked Pascal Gross. I thought he was uh, for someone that didn't get a ton of points. He was great on the ball. I found. Yeah. Um, Steele was our team of the week goalie. I mean, it hurts when you get conceded, right? It's hard to save the pens. I mean, it see. is what it is. He got a hand to it too. Yeah, like, it's just a, it's just a pen. Oh no, he didn't. I'm thinking of another game. Yeah, called him more scuffed it against the ground and went in bottom left. I think Steele went the wrong way. Yeah, he went he went left. He Morris yeah. shot right. Yeah. So I mean, or, whatever. I mean, Carlton Morris. That's good. That's. I mean, you can talk about Luton. Like Carlton Morris was, he scored he's not, debut. He, he's a player I'd want. I mean, he wasn't bad. They had seventy one percent possession. So I mean, we knew it was going to happen. We knew they were going to get Deserby balled. We knew they were going to get absolutely hammered. I, I another player I like was Dahoud. Yeah, I didn't watch a ton of this Brighton game. I was uh, I was watching more the West Ham match. I like I like watching Dahoud on the ball. Yeah, yeah, he's 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 young though, isn't and he? He can move the ball. Yeah, I, I mean, so. they needed another midfielder. Like they lost McAllister, they lost Basuma the year before. Now they don't have Casado. They have no more Casado. So, um, getting someone like Dahoud in, and like you said, like if he's composed on the ball, they have this quality up front that. If you're able to just move the ball around, even like Sully March, like you don't really think of him as like a really, really quality guy, but for some reason, he always seems to either be on the end of a cross or whipping in a crazy good ball. He's always in the right place at the right time. So I I, I like Brighton. I like everything about them. I I felt like their whole team played great. And they're managed well. Uh, Estupion needs to be on a team. Yeah, he's going to be getting assists. He was all over the pitch. Like... Solly March banged a goal. Zal Pedro banged a goal. Uh, Estupinion probably could have had a goal, to be honest. But um, they they had a great match. And I'm worried that other teams are, are not going to take them seriously moving forward. And I think Brighton's probably going to get seventh. 
I could. They're they're getting somewhere top ten. Do you think Adingra sure. that subbed in and, and scored in the 85th minute is someone that you should be keeping an eye on? Or uh, I don't know. I think I think he'll continue his substitute appearances for a little while. Mm-hmm. Maybe if he keeps it up, he pushes into the starting lineup. Yeah. I I think I think more uh, Carlton uh, or sorry I think more Evan Ferguson has a chance than uh, probably Adingra. Yeah, because this is his second season as well, and people were really clamoring about him prior to the season. So yeah, um, he's a he's a fan favorite for sure. I I agree. He he's quality on the ball and he's a big target man, and I think that's something that uh, Brentford likes to have. Uh, we can talk about the Fulham Everton game. This is the other game I was watching. These are the two matches I was watching, and uh, talk about Leno, man. He stopped everything. Yeah, he had to. Nine freaking saves. Fulham looked really bad. Yeah, Everton looked a lot better than they last year. They looked so good. Like, everyone's talking about how uh, Sean Dyche is going to be the first manager sacked. I thought Everton played phenomenal. No, I think I think they're going to get mid-table for sure. They moved the ball well. Fulham had absolutely no um, counter to their press. They were pressing the ball constantly. They made sure that no matter what happened... Uh, Fulham was hemmed in, and honestly, like honestly, I feel like Everton probably finishes much higher than I thought personally in the table. I had them pretty high. Um, I think player to watch for sure here is Neil Mope. I mean, you saw how many chances he had, even though he didn't score. Someone that gets that many chances, you can't like pass up on. Um, I again, I still see Patterson. He could have scored. Yeah, he hit it off the bar. Or I think he hit it just over the bar. I'm not a fan of the defense without Tarkowski. He he was in the lineup, wasn't he? I think he was a little... I, was he there? I, I don't know if he started. I can't remember. I believe he started. Yeah, he did start. I think that he was uh, had an injury, though, so it made me worry about him. My biggest my biggest uh, thing that I took away from this match was Awobi. Uh, that yeah, guy he is good. flies around the pitch. He loves to attack. He was all over the pitch the entire game. Um... For a team that won, we're not really talking about him. I guess we can go back to this side. Jimenez had his debut. Uh, was it great? No. No. Mitrovic came in, though. Yeah, Mitrovic came in. And I think Jimenez looks good when he gets the chances. Uh, I think they took Willian out a little soon. But, I mean, Decadori Reed came in and scored. Yeah. So, I mean, it's tough to really say anything about that. I think... Uh, Bobby Reed should be playing every match, to be honest. I think he should be starting. Uh, I don't like Harry Wilson. I found that he was sluggish on the ball. He didn't track back. It made it really easy for a Wobi to attack on that side because it left one-on-one with uh, Tete. So then Ashley Young and a Wobi were just eating on that left side all match. Um, Tim Ream, you could tell he looks like he's lost a step. And they lost Adebayo in the center back role, and Diop's back there. And honestly, like honestly, there is not one part of this Fulham team that I looked that looked great, other than Leno and Decadori Reed scoring the goal. I mean, other than that, you had Anton Robinson. He played great. I mean, he couldn't. They couldn't get in the like they weren't involved in the match. They could never just get their foothold in the game because Everton pressed so well. Yeah, they were stuck defending the whole time, which he, which doesn't seem like the the, the dice ball. No, it was crazy. And I mean, Everton had less possession. But when they got possession, they looked like the team that was going to score goals. Yeah, they counterattacked hard. Fulham, when they had the ball, they never looked threatening. They had two shots on target. And they, they I, like, yeah, they scored. Yeah, they won the match. But I think that if I'm an Everton fan, I'm disappointed with the result. Yeah, but I would be happy with the way my team played, at least. Yeah, I mean, they played great. And moving forward here, uh, like I said, I think Neil Mope is someone that needs to be rostered. Um, once um, Dwight McNeil's back and Gardner's off the pitch, there's gonna be only better uh, quality moving forward. I think in uh, Adrissa Gay, uh, he's gonna get knocked out of the squad. I think Decore moves down, and I think Damari Gray should move in. Uh, I think Onana was unbelievable. I think that he was really great winning the ball in the middle of the park. Uh, and, and Ashley Young, I, I, as a defender, he moved up the pitch a ton. I mean. Yeah, he just does that. He's always done that. I mean, He's in the player, uh, Lukic had his first match as a full hand player. He came from, uh, I think it was Torino. He didn't look bad. I feel like he's out of position playing center mid. He's, I think he's more of a natural winger. So, I mean, 
like I said, I, I'm personally staying away from Fulham. I have Burt Leno as my goalie, and he, quite frankly, could have won me the week alone with nine points. Yeah, he um, made a ton of saves. Nine saves is a ridiculous amount. I don't see him like getting that many saves again. I mean, he stood on his head, uh, and it was against Everton. Like, if you're standing yeah. on your head against a team like Everton, he's gonna get bombarded. They are the gonna teams. get absolutely hammered by teams this season. So, I mean, I feel like that's that game was more of a positive for Everton than it was for Fulham, even though yeah. Fulham came out with the points. Yeah. Uh, how about this? Do we just did we talk about the Everton score lines? Oh, I don't think I mentioned that. Sorry. Uh, you had Everton winning two nothing. I had Fulham winning two one. Fulham won, so obviously I got it right. But score lines were very very different. Yeah. Uh, we can talk about this Villa match. You had Villa winning three one, and I had a draw one one. Boy, were we wrong. This was the game of the week. Boy, were we wrong. Newcastle looked fantastic. Tonali scores in the first like five minutes. Then. Everton or Aston Villa comes right back. Diaby scores. I'm like, holy, this is gonna be a high-scoring affair. Both teams look good. Both teams look like they're involved in the match. And then it's like the wheels fell off of Aston Villa. Yeah, Newcastle just outplayed them. They just bombarded them. Mings goes down with an injury. Yeah, that really hurt them a lot. Their captain goes down. They... And then Isaac just eats. Yeah, he scores twice. Uh, Callum Wilson subs in. He gets his. Harvey Barnes subs in. Gets a goal and assists. Like. Harvey Barnes looks a lot better than Gordon, in my opinion. I, I don't understand why they start Gordon, to be perfectly honest. Uh, I mean, Gordon did get an assist this game. He assisted the first goal of the game to Tenali. So, I mean, say what you will. but I think Barnes should start next game for sure. I think he's going to. Uh, Ashton Villa. Just. I could see them bouncing back next game, though. It was embarrassing, though. Tielemans looked horrible on the ball. Oh, Tielemans, yeah, he had a rough game. They, I think J- when Jacob Ramsey comes back in this from injury, it changes the game in the middle of the park. They have too many players that are the same in the middle of the park. John McGinn, Tielemans, and Douglas Louise all play the exact same style. They have no one that can push a ball through the middle of the park. Coutinho, they would have been better off playing Coutinho, I think, yeah, to think... pick a pass. No one could attack the midfield. They were never going to try to beat a player one-on-one against Newcastle. In my opinion, they just it looked like f- they looked flat. Diaby was the only one that looked like he was trying, and maybe Ollie Watkins. They were they were trying their best up there, and they were the only ones really looking good. Yeah, I mean, Diaby was an awesome uh, player to grab, but you need pieces of, of um, Newcastle. Yeah, for forward. sure, they're gonna get points. They had thirteen shots on target, and five of them went in. So, I mean, talk about, like, almost a 40% clip of goals-to-shot ratio. You know what I mean? Like, I'm curious to see how they do against City. That's who they play next. I think that it will be a lot better of a match than we think it will be. Yeah. We watched Burnley counter very, like, well against City. And this Newcastle team has a lot more quality than that Burnley team does. Um, We can talk about... I guess we could talk about Pau Torres quick. He subbed in. Um... He didn't look good. Yeah, it's hard to sub in. He's got a big role to fill with being in Mings' spot. And it's I just, just he I didn't play well. Three middle of the class, like very bang average center backs. I don't think Kahn's is that great. I find Mings like who knows if like if this is a bad injury to Mings. It might not Villa be, might hurt. It's not gonna be good for them. Especially because they have uh Conference League, right? So mm-hmm. who knows? They could, they could. This could really hurt their team. Yeah. We can move to the Sunday matchup. Brentford Tottenham. This game threw me for the biggest loop. Tottenham looks. I don't know. Brentford looked good. Brentford offensively looked without, good. Without without Tony, I'm surprised they did as well as they did. Uh, you know what's funny? They were talking about the at the beginning of the game. They're saying um, they've only had five matches without Tony. Uh, as not starting. And in those five matches, they have four wins and one draw. And now they have another draw. Yeah. So maybe there is a, a plan that's in place from Thomas Frank here. Um, my biggest thing was Wissa played good. He held his own. He stepped in. He looked good. Yeah, he looked good. Uh, and Buemo, he was good. He could have had another goal for he sure. He should have scored another one. 
Uh, Vicario played bad. I think he just... He had the nerves. Game. He had the nerves. And I, I don't like that everyone's like shit on him, and I don't want to add to the shit talkery of him. Um, he came from Empoli. Empoli's a kind of team that they don't have possession. So, I mean, he's never going to have the ball at his feet at Empoli. Yeah. Um, is he a good shot stopper? We didn't really get a whole lot of chances to see that. I mean, the first goal they scored was a penalty. And then the second one was just like a gritty... They were, they were fast. They came out. They just scored. Everyone was flying high still. It's a point-blank deflection. And it's, it's a deflection that bounced over hard. his body. I mean, there's not a whole lot that he could have done. No, I can't say anything bad about him yet, but I can't say anything good either. No, I. there's nothing. He's, like I said, bang average. Like, you can't you can't go anywhere with it. Um, For Brentford players, you should grab a few. I mean. Henry. Hen- Rico Henry, man. Talk, like, he was my man of the match. Yeah, he was running up the field. He was uh, he was everywhere. He was the whole defensive... He was the left side of the field. The whole left side of the field. No one could contain him. Yeah. Emerson Royale was lost. No one no one on that side of the on the pitch could could hold Rico Henry. I did not he realize a, how much pace he had. He had a fantastic game. He's really fast, and he's good at running in and sending in those crosses. Oh, he was phenomenal. Uh, disappointing that Romero got hurt with the concussion protocol after scoring. Yeah, it would have been I nice think... to see uh, the Tottenham defense not get hurt at the very uh, beginning of the match. Um, they shouldn't headbutt their own players in the celebrations either. Like, that's what that's what sent them off. I know that uh, they banged heads with Embuemo early on a clearance, and then he got cleared on that. Yeah, they cleared him, and then he headbutt his teammate, or yeah, his teammate, teammate headbutt like, him, and then him by the head after they scored. Manager didn't want to take a chance there. He just I, and I don't blame right him. Off. I don't blame him for not taking the chance. You know what I mean, like. You're up at that point. You're in the match. You're up one nothing. Yeah. And they looked good on the ball the entire match. Uh, they had an unfortunate penalty from Sun. You know, debatable penalty. Yeah, it was. It was a little. It soft. was weak. It was the softest penalty that was given. This, I mean, that was given as a penalty, and Onana two-handing someone in the head wasn't. Yeah. So I mean, it, it's just like I said, it's embarrassing and. Madison was awesome. Madison is, a, I think, a, the biggest positive out of that game. Madison played unbelievable. He's creating. He's he's stepping in for that Kane creation that's he, not there anymore. You know what I found disappointing was Richarlison was invisible. He was never in the match. <laughs> they they need to get him involved early. I'm not saying he's a bad striker. Madison is going to thrive a lot more than Richarlison. I can tell you that right now. Yeah, I think that's because Madison's on the ball all match. I think that... Richardson needs the kind of he's young. Those young Brazilian strikers, they feed off just they're all what's what's in it for me right now kind of guy. You know what I mean? Like they they thrive off it. They are adrenaline monkeys, these guys. Like every time they touch like every time Richardson touched the ball, he looked like he was bad. And it, it's disappointing because he's a quality player and I think that if they got him involved more often on the offensive side, they would probably have a 12-15 goal season out of him. Yeah, uh, possibly. He's going to be playing most games now without Kane, unless they buy someone, but at this point, I don't see them buying anybody. I I, I, was, I was talking to our uh, resonated Tottenham fan today, uh, and he was mentioning that they were looking at a, a couple strikers, Jonathan David... And I can't remember who the second one was. And I was asking him if they thought that it was because they wanted to replace Richarlison. And he said that it was potentially for depth. But at the same time, he doesn't know because it's Richarlison wasn't uh, Pantagalu. I don't know how to say the manager's name. Costa Hangalu? No, Is that his name? The pa- so, the manager's name? I think so. Something like that. It starts with a P. Pod- uh, it's a, it's a long it's, name. It's, I'm, it's, I'm not going to try and uh, I think pronounce it. I don't want to like butcher it or nothing. But I think it's because he wasn't in his plans and he didn't buy him. So maybe he's looking to maybe get a new replacement and maybe Solomon gets a little bit more game time. Um, I do think that Richarlison is someone that for fantasy you should probably have. Like, no matter what, uh, someone that probably could sneak a goal or two in a, in a match. Like, I'm disappointed that that he didn't get involved in the match. It's disappointing that the only ones that scored goals for Tottenham are the defenders. Um, but I mean, Romero and Emerson Royale, I, I didn't expect Royale to start. I thought Poro would be playing. 
Um, maybe we should be worried about Poro's playtime if that's the case. Yeah, if they're doing a back four, it could be more Romero. Because they're worried about how or good not. of a defender he is. Royale. Ro- yeah, Emerson Royale fitting in there because he's more of a defender. He's more of a quality defender. But, uh, I, yeah, that one could go either way for me. I don't, I'm not too sure about that one. I know that uh, Brentford shocked us and they were much better than we thought. So, I mean, yeah. it's nice when you're proven wrong. In the episode prior, I, I, they, I told him, I don't want to say anything bad about Brentford. I said, I want them to show me, prove it to me. And they did. I mean, they definitely proved me wrong and showed me that I do want pieces of this team. And whether it's Jensen or uh, Rico, Mbwemo, Wissa, uh, Kevin Shade came in, the, the, the highest buy that they've ever had. Um, they didn't really get him involved. He came in late. Um, uh, even Damsgaard, he came in. He didn't look bad. Uh, but still the young, raw players that need a little more time. Yeah, they'll start to... I think they'll fit into their team a little better and they'll get used to the things and probably win a decent amount of games this year so i had tottenham winning 2-1 you had tottenham 1-0 i was pretty darn close to 2-1 yeah so uh it wasn't bad i mean i think we were both more shocked that brentford was as good as they were i wasn't so much that we thought tottenham was bad it's brentford's a lot better than we thought i also had my score based on harry kane still being there that's yeah, I would have loved Harry Kane to be there. Yeah. But it is what it is, and uh, you move on. Another day, another dollar. Moving on to the the Derby. Might have been, in my opinion, it was it was the match to watch, but it was definitely not the best match of the weekend. No. This is this is the uh, typical Chelsea-Liverpool Derby. Always a draw. I, I called it. I knew it was going to be a draw. It is always a draw. It seems like every time they... I think in the last four games... That they've played each other. Maybe five now has been a draw. Can can I just be honest? Okay. I, I just want to be honest. I, I know that the Liverpool fans are going to slate me because this is how it always goes. Trent can't defend. I, I'm sorry. He, he can't defend. All right. He did all right. He got eaten alive by Chilwell. He's not the right winger. He played right back all match. He played in the middle. No, he did not. Did you see Kanate running down the wing? Kanate, in the second half, they didn't have the ball. We had possession of the ball. It was like 75% in the, in the second half. Kanate was running back on right back. He is the right back. Trent. He's the right center it, back. What they should do is, they should just make Trent a CDM. I'm sorry, he's not a good right back. He can't defend. Not even a little bit. He can defend a little bit. Like, he's not, his, I think his defending is a little it's bad. hated on. It's not great. Much. Chilwell and, ate him alive. They ate on the left side of the on the pitch. They ate on the right side of the pitch. Okay. That's where they scored their goal. And that's because Diaz was not tracking back. That's be that's because that and is we the, scored the, that, potentially the worst goal of the season. That is our weaker side. We scored the worst goal of the season last year. I would I agree the right side was our weaker side. This year it's not. Let's talk about the first thirty minutes. Liverpool came out. They looked like Liverpool. Okay. And Salah's passing is underrated. That was a, not even Salah's passing. The pass from McAllister prior. That too. To pick that pass. I mean, yeah, he, he had lots of time to pick it. But, I mean, that's what you expect. He was in a position that he's not usually playing. Picked out Salah. And Diaz made a, a Sadio Mane-esque run. That's literally looked like a Mane-Salah goal. Diaz is fitting in beautifully. That's what I think. Diaz looked like our, one of our best players. He was phenomenal. Jota was horrible. He was never in position. He never he couldn't hold the ball up. Nunes came in and actually made an impact. We're, to be honest, we were also playing Gakpo in a center mid role, which it I don't I don't like him there. I like seeing him higher up the pitch. Maybe I think in, Klopp was trying to make a statement like fucking get me another center mid here, please. He was just playing with what he had. Please, I mean he played his best eleven players. Yeah, he other did. than Jota, I think. I mean Jota. He didn't Jota, play good. Jota's pretty good. He he didn't have the best game, but he is one of our better players. <sighs> I like I liked what I liked Sobosly. I didn't think he was bad. I liked McAllister. I didn't think he was bad. I he thought needs he was to be quite, I thought quite frankly McAllister was one of the best players on the pitch. Um Sala Sala. The guy I think that everyone was talking about how he hit the crossbar. I th- I think it would have been offside. I think he was offside prior. The crossbar? Yeah, when he hit the crossbar with the right foot. I think yeah. that the sequence leading up to that shot, I think he was offside. I watched the I watched it back. And everyone's like, oh, the game should, would have been over if he just didn't hit the crossbar. He would have been, I think it would have been Vard, and he would have been called off. Uh, both teams got a dislo- uh, disallowed goal. Um, Diossi scores. I mean, it's 
not a great goal. It was a scrappy goal. It's a gritty goal. Center back I mean, goal. You get in there and you put your foot to it. Uh, I, I honestly think that the best players on Chelsea were Chilwell and uh, Gallagher. I, yeah. lo- I love how everyone just I joins us Enzo Banch, like bandwagon train. Enzo did do good, though. He, was he had fine. a good game. He I also... is 106 million pounds. I expect someone that is worth that much money to be a good player. Okay? Yeah. People are acting like we just got him from nothing. And he's like, oh my god, the Wonder Boy. No, not the Wonder Boy. He literally cost us an arm and a leg. Okay? He needs to be doing this. Someone like Thiago Silva, I think, was a very underrated player in that game. He did well. I thought he Levi Colwell those... was our best defender. He tracked back well. I think he was the furthest back defender most of the time. Yeah. I thought Colwell shut down does. Salah. Other than that one Salah assist, I think Levi Colwell had his number. And you could tell the frustration from Salah when he got subbed off. He just wanted to play. He I think likes, he wanted to play he more, but at the same time, derbies. I think he was a little bit disappointed in his own game. Well, yeah, he he doesn't like to be subbed off early, especially if he hasn't contributed what he would have wanted to contribute. So, there's lots of value on both teams. That's for sure. Uh, Both teams have a ton of value, though, for fantasy, in my opinion. Oh, for sure. I think against next week, I think Liverpool's going to run rampant against Bournemouth. Yeah, I mean, Chukwemeka, I think, is the only one you don't want out of both teams that started. Yeah. Um, I think Gallagher should start. I, I, I truthfully think that people are not giving credit to where credit's due. He was one like he literally won the ball back numerous times in the middle of the park for us. Whether it was the breakaway Salah had, Gallagher gets a foot in. Like, no one talks about that. Everyone just acts like, oh, that's normal. No, like this is the kind of guy that you want on your team. And now we've bought Lavia, we bought Casado. Sure we fucking stuck it to Liverpool, but they're both not gonna play. Yeah, like, you're. Uh, I think you're gonna struggle with players not being happy with the amount of minutes they're getting because you don't have Champions League to give them that play time that they might want. I mean, you're not wrong, but I mean, Lavia is a, a a bench player, and we got. I saw today we got him for fifty. I saw that you guys offered sixty, and that they accepted the fifty. But I mean, he's not gonna start any game. Like he might get the occasional nod. But Casado, Fernandez, and Gallagher are my three mids, in my opinion. Why were we having two CDMs? There's absolutely no need. Lavia and Casado are the same player. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not too sure what their plan with that is. It's a lot of money. It's a ton of money for nothing. Position. And then now we got Michael Elise coming. It was a really good buy, super cheap. I mean, he's gonna I, contend for Sterling. I role. think Sterling is gone. Or Mudrik's uh, role. I think that Sterling needs to be out of the lineup already. I think Chukwemeka needs to be out of the lineup, and you need to have Mudrick in that 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 part of the game. And I think Sterling needs to be brought out for anybody. I'd rather have Ian Matson in. I'd rather have Armando Broja in. Like, why are we having Sterling play matches? He he was a name. Okay, we'll give him the credit. He was unbelievable at one point. Now he does not look good. He can't win a ball one on one with a defender. He doesn't look up and pick a pass. He's lost. He just wants he wants glory. He's lost his step. And people are saying, oh, we didn't give him a chance. We've given him enough chances, okay? This is Chelsea Football Club. You don't just get to play just because of your name. Like, that. that's ridiculous. Yeah. Either way, I thought the game was fine. I mean, both teams were probably not happy with the result. I think Chelsea's more happy with the result than Liverpool. Um... Do I think Chelsea should have been happy with the result? No, considering you had zero possession in the second half, pretty much. We probably should have got a goal. I mean, Allison looked pretty good. I mean, he made a few good saves. Robert Robert Sanchez made one, like, glaring error. Other than that, I felt like arrow battles, like, we always got... We conceded so many goals from set pieces because Keppel was afraid to, like, come out and catch the fucking ball. Now that Sanchez is in, I like that... He claimed that, that... that corner at the end of the game yeah i don't i don't hate him for for saves and stuff he just can't play with his feet no like, he's, he's not, not good on the ball and i agree i don't think that he i don't think that we need him to be that kind of player you know based off the way that we play he, we don't play a four at the back we played five realistically i mean chill was play, practically playing left wing it didn't make him i i to be honest with you i was very much so confused with the lineup that we had yeah and uh reese james going off with a slight knock again it wasn't an injury that's what he said. 
He did not say that. They came out with the inter- with the did thing. Did you see his tweet? <laughs> Pochettino came out and said he was tired. That's what happened. Did you see his tweet? What was his tweet? I think someone said, can Reese James just go one game without an injury? And he replied, no. He's obviously messing around. Pochettino said he took him out because he was tired. The guys literally had two massive hamstring injuries. He played two full 90 minutes in the uh, preseason. He came up with a smile on his face. He wasn't limping off. He wasn't holding his leg. He wasn't doing anything. He was fine. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they rest him for next game, though. He's going to start. I wouldn't I wouldn't risk that because you might risk him getting actually injured he's for not, a He wasn't time. even partially injured. He was he tired. Was, he went off injured. He went off tired. Pochettino came out and said in the interview at the end of the match, the post-match interview, he said, Reese James came off tired. Yeah, well, you're going to end up with a situation like De Bruyne. He's not hurt. De Bruyne Guardiola. It's not It's not even close. People are blowing it out of proportion. And I mean, quite frankly, I, I want people to think that he's hurt. Because if they think that, then they'll try to attack him. And he'll just, he's going to just take the ball and run down the wing. And probably end up with an assist or a goal. Because he's one of the best right backs in the world. So I'm not worried about it. It's captain. Yeah. Moving on? Yeah, let's go. West, or, uh, Man United versus Wolves. This one surprised can, me a little can bit. Can we just say, uh, right now, what what day is it today? August 15th. 15th at 4.25 p.m. We were wrong about Wolves. Okay? We were wrong. I think Wolves should have uh, won that game. We they, were I think wrong. They deserved to win that they game. They deserved to. Cunha? Who knew that Cunha had that pace? Cunha was the standout performer in that team. Even Samedo looked good. Anthony was the stinker of that game. You thought Anthony was the worst? I thought Anthony was bad. I mean, he wasn't great. I don't see any positives out of Anthony's game. I He runs up the field with a dribble and then does a pass. You thought Anthony a was a backward pass. Garnacho was the worst player in the field. He had a he had a he had a touch he game as well. He was horrible. He was the worst player. I mean, Anthony was bad. Garnacho would never pass the ball, run himself into a situation where he'd be on, th- get cornered with three defenders and lose the ball. Yeah, I don't think he played well either. But he was the worst player on on the pitch for for their team. The defense was the only positive thing out of that team. <laughs> La- I mean, Sandra maybe Martinez Rashford was an absolute shocker. Like he got a yellow card, and then Cunha's breakaway. I thought Martinez was literally just gonna take the red. <laughs> Did you see when they ran, like, they collided? Yeah. And then it's like, oh, I didn't, like, it's like, come on. He literally wasn't, like, the whole game made me so frustrated. Especially, like, I, I think United's a dirty team. I think the refs are in the pocket of United. And, quite frankly, watching the game back and seeing Onana two-hand somebody in the head when the game is, up, they're up one nothing in the game, and not only is it not a foul... It's not like it's not a booking. It's not a foul. They they go to VAR. They look at it. It's blatant. Everyone in the stadium could see that it's a foul, and they're like, "No, no, no, don't worry." And yeah, then that one that was a pen for sure, and that very least yellow card. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. People lost their weeks because of it, and the Premier League came out today and made a public apology to the Wolves' uh, head coach, and they suspended the head referee and they suspended the VAR referee. Yeah, I think they're investigating it or something. They should be because that's outrageous. It like not only are you ruining the integrity of the game, but it, it's it's just it's quite frankly disgusting to watch players get two hand punched in the head, and you everyone in the stadium sees it, and nothing happens of it, and they end up losing the match on a game that they at least deserved a point. Yeah, I don't I don't see United threatening as much. After I thought they'd game. be better. I, I thought, thought they, they would be, be better. better as well. They looked so slow. Like, I don't know what Ten Hogs formation is. I don't know what the tactics are. Luke Shaw was good, but he didn't have the ball ever. Mount looked meh. I mean, he wasn't great. Bruno Fernandez looked confused, and Casemiro was just roaming around. I felt I feel bad for for Rashford, honestly. Yeah, and I, and I can see that. Sancho came in and made an immediate impact. I think Sancho's better than Anthony. I don't. I think, think Anthony, Sancho's their best winger on their team. Anthony is so overrated. 
I mean, we could talk about Wambasaka because he was a bright spot. He made a lot he of was. quality tackles. That's what he's best for. He got the assist. Yeah, their defense, assist, defender to defender for that goal of Rain. I think Wambasaka is making a shout that he will be the starting right back over Dillo. He's fighting for that spot. He I, was unbelievable. He's showing that he can be in that spot. I think Delo will have a an answer to that as well, and I think it'll be a, a strong a battle back yeah. and forth. I don't think Malassia breaks the squad anymore unless Shaw's hurt. Yeah, but I think he'll be the Shaw like alleviator. I think that Malassia plays a lot of Champions League. They're in champs, right? Uh, Are they Europa? No, I think, they got third, didn't they? I think they're in champs. They got third last year, right? Yeah, they got third. So they're in champs. I see Malassia, and I see. Um, DeLot playing a lot of uh, right back and left back in Champions League till they probably get out of the uh, group stage. Then I assume that's going to be Wan Basaka and Luke Shaw. Yeah, we'll see. Lindelof we'll came in and was good too. <laughs> really, like he wasn't bad. Yeah. He I, held uh, his own. I don't rate him well either. No, of course you don't rate him, but I mean, for someone that comes in off the bench and is cold coming into a game like already halftime. Wolves look like they're running rampant all over the team. Like Cunha, that's Cunha. Cunha was dribbling past you everybody. Know who's the best to watch right now? Pedro Neto. Like, talk about welcome back. You know what I mean? <laughs> Gets a massive injury, pretty much out for like a season and a half, and it looks like he didn't lose a step. He's and that's fast. what I like. He's a good dribbler. And I he's... I really like this Wolves team. I think if Matthias Nunes can take a step forward, this team has some potential like Lamina is a good CDM yeah they have potential they are a lot better than I thought they were gonna be I thought I saw them relegation team but now I see them more pushing towards high mid table I honestly do Gary Neville has something going on over there I think that's his name right that's their new manager Gary Neville yeah is that his name I don't know I think that's the United yeah something Neville I don't think it's Gary Neville. I think it's somebody else. It's not Gary Neville. No, you're right. It's not Gary Neville. But whoever that new manager is, I can't quite remember his name. He had a, a clear plan. He was not afraid to attack on the counter. Not only that, like, Sarabia didn't look horrible. I mean, no, he's, he's no. not as fast as he once was. But um, he almost scored. He did almost score. And, and Cunha probably should have had two. Cunha should have had one. And Fabio Silva should have had Maybe one. Fabio Silva, yeah. I mean, when you come off the bench and you're young, what, he 19, 20? I mean, I don't expect you to be No, an but he had a couple beater. pretty close chances. Like, he did. Wolves, in general, should have had two goals, three goals. Oh, for sure. Because they were all over them, it felt like. They were. They had the majority of the better chances. Yeah, and I don't blame Jose Saw. I mean, Varane scored from the six-yard box. Like, Yeah, you can't cover everybody. My biggest concern is that Wolves center back pair. Kilman did not look good. Kilman looked touchy. He looked as the captain. I mean, it is the first week. All right, we don't want to like. He's against United. It's against United. I just felt like they kind of didn't have the best working towards like moving the ball out. Yeah, I think they could. From game to game, I think they'll get a little better and could smooth out some of that problem that they're having back there. Yeah. No, I agree with you. Um, I I think that. For sure, if they if they if, if wolves are gonna win games, they need to be more tight at the back. That that's my biggest thing for sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I mean, players to watch. I mean, Mount got his clean sheet. Big deal. Uh, Bruno Fernandez got his clean sheet. Who cares? Rashford's a player you want on this team. I think so too. Um. I mean, Wambasaka is a smash. If he's on the waiver wire because you guys didn't think that he'd be uh, playing, you a hundred percent should get him. Um. I feel like the rest of the team Something is like Cunha is a Cunha good striker for 100% to have. Cunha and Pedro Neto need to be picked up. 100% they need to be picked up. Um, Matthias Nunes, I think, is a shout if you're going to get a player that's going to pick a pass in the middle of the park. I, I, I saw a lot of forward uh, forward thinking passes. And you know who I actually kind of like is uh, Semedo and the left back. Uh, his name's like Eight Norian, right? Eight Nori? Yeah, I like him. Yeah, he's he's not bad. quick. Uh, the the announcers were kind of talking about him like poorly, but I felt like I like Semedo. They both were very good. Semedo's the one I think is very progressive. I think he's going to be the one to score or get an assist, and then a clean sheet's just the cherry on top. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you for that. 
But you want to go through the team of the week for fantasy points? Yeah, let's run through the team of the week that uh, we were talking about for this week. So for strikers, Howland, of course. Yeah, I mean, two goals, you can't. You have to agree, two goals He's is two goals. probably going to make this team of the week almost every week. Oh, it's got to be. It's, it's, it, if you don't see him in here, it's it's going to be odd. Shocking. And the other one will be Isaac. I agree with that, too. He's got two goals. And do you want to run through the midfielders? Yeah, I mean, uh, Harvey Barnes, to me, deserves to be on this team of the week. I thought he was an absolute uh, smash play. Uh, Rodri, I mean, the guy had 11 points. So uh, do I see him being on here more than once? Probably not. He'll be very occasional. I mean, I was shocked that Harvey Barnes subbed in and got a goal and assist. So he he's looking for that starting spot. Uh, another one for the midfield is Saka. Uh, he's probably going to end up being on this team of the week a lot. Also in the yeah, midfield, he is. He is a nasty player. He's pushing to be like the best young player for this. For like, I I know that they always have oh, oh the best young player of the year. I think it's going to be Saka this year personally. I mean, it very well could be. Um, on our team of the week, also we got James Madison. I thought he was the one shining spot for Tottenham this week. I mean, other than the goals coming from the defenders, but uh, Madison, I feel like was a massive contributor to the team, and he made the difference in the win. In yeah, my opinion, they haven't had a creator like that since Erickson, and he looked Erickson esque. He yeah. was awesome. Yeah. Uh, and finally, we have Sully March as our final midfielder. We got five in the mid this week. Uh, Sully March dominated the game. Goal. I mean, did what he had to do. And honest to God, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's out here more than once. Yeah, he's a, he's a good player. Moving on to defense, uh, Wamba Saka. A he shocking was, performance. To he was awesome. Just boost into that team of the week. Clean sheet and an assist. I mean, it's tough to push players out like that. And uh, Diossi on Chelsea. Yeah, Diossi. Diossi only got it. Uh, above Romero and uh, Royale. Based off, he played the full game and he didn't concede two goals. And he got a goal. Yeah, and he got his goal. I mean, Diossi ended the game with eight points. I mean, Romero and uh, Emerson Royale finished the week with seven. But, I mean, you could put both of those guys in here and I wouldn't be upset with it. Yeah. So, I mean, Diossi, yeah, he had a great game. His goal was a little rubbish, but a goal's a goal and yeah, it counts he, for your he's team. He's doing so. what he needs to do. He got the draw. Yeah, of course. I mean, I, I can't... I don't question that. He, he was... A uh, pleasant lift surprise for me. I thought he'd be a little bit worse of a defender. And then uh, Varane. Yeah, Varane, I mean, clean sheet and a goal. There you go. I think he was the top point getter for defenders. Yeah, um, he's he's a forward-thinking defender. Like, on corners, he's such a threat. And he's he's so, a massive threat. He's so good back there, too. He's just composed. Him and uh, Casemiro, very composed on the ball back there. And I, I think it, it, it makes the difference. Yeah, that experience is needed in that team. And then uh, finally is Leno, I mean, for the goalkeeper. And it's, it, a no it's not even a no, like nine saves in the clean sheet. Like the guy finished the week with nine points. He changed the game for most teams if you had him in. Uh, absolutely was st stunning for Fulham, was their best player. Uh, you can honorable mention Onana, even though I think that he should have potentially got a yellow and a goal against. But yeah. Onana finished the week with eight points. He made, I think, four saves and... Um, he got his clean sheet as well. Yeah. So, but players to watch for sure, Romero and Emerson Royale. I mean, they both did great. Uh, it's too bad that uh, they conceded two goals and lost a point, and it's also too bad that Romero got injured. He, the, without With Romero in the match, you never know. Maybe they don't concede at all. Yeah. And uh, uh, players mean, like Bowen. Yeah. I think he could have squeezed in there if he did a little, got a little more points. Diaby... Yeah, Diaby was awesome. He was the only one to get points from that team other than maybe Ollie Watkins. Yeah, if we're just talking about like the, the substitutions, for sure. I mean, you could talk about uh, Kanate, for sure. Enzo Fernandez. Um, who, who else you got? Diaby on there, for yeah, sure. Diaz. Yeah, Diaz was a phenomenal player for Liverpool. And I have Morris. I think Morris. Carlton Morris. I mean, I, I can I'm, see him getting over, like, I could see around 10, goals. 10. I can yeah. see 10 goals. I mean, if they get... And that's good for a striker. Every I can see Luton drawing six penalties pick. alone. You know what I mean? 36 matches, 38 matches. Yeah, he takes probably, pens. He's probably going to score some, like, at least five in-play goals. goals. Like, he's the one on the... He's the only one on this team that's going to be finishing it like that. Oh, for sure. And then for Brentford uh, and Buemo, for sure, right? He probably could have had two. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, that's our uh, that's our weekly wrap-up. We're going to come out with another episode this week talking about 
uh, the week two matchups. Uh, we're going to talk about all the same things that we talked about in the first week, talking about players that we think that you should get, have our team of the week for the next week, uh, players that you should potentially be looking at for free agency. Um, yeah, so thanks for listening, and be sure to tune in for uh, the, another episode, and have a good one, everyone.